Hello, everybody. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Team Sessa Talks. This is going to be a good one. Why is it going to be a good one? I'm excited. Why don't you tell everybody what we're talking about? So if you know my dad at all, there are three things he loves. One is his family. Cannoli. Okay, maybe four then. (laughs) Two is real estate. And three is cigars. Yes. Cigars. He considers them his, his other children. So sometimes oh, he comes home they're, and... They're tell- at times better than children. They don't talk back. <laughs> sometimes he comes home, and, comes home and checks on his other children before he checks on his other two. Well, they miss me. The cigars miss me. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, we're going to talk about cigars today. We're going to mix things up a little bit. We're not, uh, not going to be discussing real estate, which is kind of exciting, I guess, too. This has a lot to do with real estate. Why? Why is that? I, I have no idea, but I think more clearly when I'm smoking a cigar in okay. our next real estate move. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so we're going to do a crash course in cigars. I see you smoking these things all the time. Talk to me. Do you know something about them or what? One or two things. Or two I things. am not one of these cigar aficionados that, that you know freaks out if somebody is holding it the wrong way or this and that, but... I like what I like, and I don't mind sharing what I like. You can easily get carried away, though, and that's not what we're doing. In what sense? In 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 just over the top uh, as far as how to do certain things, how to smoke it, how to not smoke it. I mean, there's things that are right and wrong in in smoking cigars, but at the end of the day, it really boils down to what you like and what you're comfortable with. And uh, correct me if I'm mistaken, but I think there's like a big uh, big following of people that are like really, really into cigars. And they there's etiquette as to how you cut them, as to how you smoke them, as to what you pair with them, stuff like that, correct? Correct. And I guess the best example... Related to wine, there are some people that can't stand wine, will never drink it, will never touch it, and can't figure out, like, though, like you, can't figure out what's the big deal. Yes. But when you watch somebody and they're tasting, oh, I don't like this one, and then, oh, I like this one instead, I like that wine, you can't figure out what is it, like, it all tastes the same to you. Correct. Correct. And then you get somebody who who goes even further and needs a certain grape from a certain region and there needs to be a certain flavor. Like, I enjoy wine, particularly the red, uh, a dry red wine is what I like. I'm not too picky when it comes as long as it's dry red. However... I feel like all that stuff's made up. It's all the same. It's not. Then there's some people that'll taste walnut and cherry with a touch of leather. And I think, how the hell are they tasting that? I, I don't know. But... I still enjoy my wine. I like what I like. What I don't like, I know I don't like it, but I can't remember the grape. I can't remember the the the, the year it was pressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the size of the feet of the people crushing the grapes. <laughs> I have no idea, and but, nor do I care. Now, your mother, when it comes to, to wine, was, she's more particular. That's what I was just about to say. I think she's, that's a, that's a topic for another episode. <laughs> she's more particular. Yes. Well, the same thing applies to cigars. You can go over the top, or you can just be a what I call a, a general, someone who generally enjoys mm-hmm. cigars. And there's the ones you like and the ones you don't like. I know what I like. I know what I don't like. But 
to name you, you know, the, the type of leaf and which part of the year it was picked from and which region of which country yeah. and how old were the people that were rolling the cigars. I have no idea, nor do I care. Yeah. So talk to us. Tell us what you enjoy. You want to know? Okay. So this is, um, we're going to take this like a, a beginner's guide, a, a crash Ooh, course okay. in, in cigars, right? Okay. So the first thing you're going to notice about cigars, and, and this is in no particular order. I'm just kind of talking here. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those of you, I mean, you could be listening to this on a podcast, so I'll try to be as descriptive as possible. And, and if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, you'll see a little bit more. You're going to see different sizes of cigars, different styles, different shapes. And there's not one that's better than the other. It's just what you like. So there's a one of the smaller... and, and there's dozens and dozens of variations mm-hmm. to these shapes. And each cigar maker has their own variations. Okay. I'm going to talk about the general sizes. There's a Corona. And, and the type of cigar is, is really figured out by its length and how thick it is, which we'll call the gauge. Okay. Okay. So the Corona is about four inches long and has a gauge that's in the 40s. Now, I, I don't want to get this too technical, yeah. but 40s is is in in the neighborhood of about half an inch. Okay. Okay? Okay. So, the Robusto... Can I just ask a question? Yeah. The, the, the size Corona has nothing to do with Corona. The beer? The beer, right? <laughs> no. It's just the name of the... But so, it's, it, regardless if you buy a... Um, Cohiba, or if you buy a uh, Monte Cristo, Cristo, Arturo Fuente. You can get any of these in a Corona size? No. It depends if that manufacturer wants to make it. And they might have their version of the Corona, which be, you know, maybe slightly off in in size and length and gauge. Okay. But it's still considered their version of the Corona. Okay. Okay. So there's the Corona. The, and that Corona, that four inch by mm. about four inch long by about half inch, that is the most popular size in the world. Why is that? It just is. It's a stat. Is is that one of those that you have on the table here? No, oh. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that cigar. It's it's just a little small for for my taste. Oh, okay. Okay. Fair enough. So the next size is what they call a. Robusto. This would be the size of a Robusto. It's about five inches, and it's about it's uh it's about sorry five inches long and mm. about half inch thick. Okay. I've got one. This happens to be made in Cuba. It's it's uh the brand is Boulevard. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a it's a it, it's a bit. It's not a heavy smoking cigar, but it's. Of the heavy, it's the lighter of the heavy smoking cigars. So I prefer a strong, heavy Cuban type of cigar. And now, when you say heavy, are we just talking about I mean, to the fill the content? flavor, the flavor. Oh, the flavor. The flavor. Okay. Yes, it's to me. It's all about the taste. Yeah. And and the draw. The draw is how much smoke I I pull in, and I I, I like you know I don't want it to be like you know the. The, the fire marshal is going to be called, yeah. but I, I like a good draw. I, I get a, a good pull of can smoke. Can I see? You can see. Don't get attached. That one belongs <laughs> back over here. Interesting. Yeah, so that's called a Boulevard made in Cuba. 
It's about five inches long and about half inch wide. So oh, sorry, deep, like thick, so, the gauge. So this one you said is uh, five inches as opposed to the four inch, which is the most popular size. And in, in the world, in, in the when world. you talk okay. about North America, it's different. This is the most popular in North America. Oh, really? Yes. Why? It just is. It's just what more people buy. It's it's a selling it's a it's a selling stat. This this looks like a like a like a normal size. Like, I don't know when I when I think of a cigar, this is the size I imagine. Like you have some of these. Well, you might be thinking as there. a beginner and thinking if you had to try a cigar, this yeah. is probably a size well, you would yeah, try. You see it on TV, right? You you don't see. It's on, I, I feel like you see that size more often as opposed to like the massive ones or the really really small ones. All right, that seems like a common cigar size. The next th- next size is a Toro. Six inches by about uh, three quarters of an inch wide. The next size, which are my favorite, is what we call our torpedo. Torpedo have a torpedo on one end. They're about six and a half inches long, about three quarters to to uh, to an inch thick. Can I see? That's the gauge, how thick they are. Oh, wow. Okay, so this one feels substantially larger than the other one. Yeah, so getting back to the boulevard, that's tuck, five tuck inches. into the mic, Paul. Getting back to the boulevard, that's five inches. This will take me about 35, about 40 minutes to smoke. Oh, wow. Yeah. That'll take me approximately an hour, hour and, and 10 minutes. Wow. So now, can we just yeah. put them together for size? Can you put that one here? Just in case, I, I know there's some people that are listening to this, but you can see that's a solid. And yeah. I don't know if you can tell by the, the actual thickness, but it's actually substantially thicker than... Well, if you put them side by side yeah, this maybe way... Maybe I'll be able to see it that way. Yeah, you can see that's a substantial amount thicker. Yeah, this is half inch. This mm-hmm. is three quarter of an inch to an inch. Now, do we know why the back was made that way? They ran out of leaf. <laughs> I have no idea. It's just the style. You know, why didn't mm-hmm. wine? Why does some bottles have a certain shape, other bottles another shape? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's marketing. I, I don't know, but I tend to I'll enjoy the, the you want to you grab that? I tend to enjoy the torpedoes more than any other cigar. So in my humidor, you'll see more torpedoes than anything mm-hmm. else. The cool part about us doing this podcast yeah. is I get to tell everybody out there, if you're thinking of buying me a Christmas <laughs> gift... You can't go wrong with cigars. <laughs> just saying. Just throwing it out there. Oh, boy. Specifically a torpedo, Specifically I guess. a torpedo. Interesting. Cuban or Dominican would be would be my first choice. Very interesting. But I'm not too picky. I'll try them all. <laughs> okay. So then you get really crazy. You get into the Churchills, which are seven inches. They're longer oh, than any wow. of these. Yeah. They're seven inches, the same thickness. Those could take up to two hours to smoke. And then you start getting really crazy with the Lancero, the Gordo. You just get into, and we're starting to get into, you know, more obscure types. But there are really dozens and dozens of types. But these are your main ones. Yeah. Corona, Robusto, Toro, Torpedo, and Churchill. Those are the ones that most people that kind of know anything about them kind of know. That's mm-hmm. what they know. And then you start getting a bit crazy. That's interesting. I didn't know that they had different, so many different sizes. I'm, I'm surprised with how different these two sizes are i thought they would be very similar but i mean you could tell that's substantially larger look at this one here 
Okay, this one just seems a lot thicker. It, it's a little bit thicker. It's about the same size as a torpedo. And so one of That's the, what you would call a Toro. This one here is the Toro? Yeah, that's the Monte Cristo Open. I believe it's a Toro size, yeah. but again, each manufacturer has their, their, their variation yeah, on yeah. the standard sizes. So where did you get these? Um, the, the, what's the one you have in your hand there? This is a Siri P number two, Partigas Habana. The Partigas, that's local. We, we, I got that as a gift here. Okay. I, I, I've got, uh, I got a case of those and down then, to the last few. That Monte Cristo is a special edition open. We bought that in Cuba. Uh, we bought a case in Cuba a couple years back. It says Open Eagle. Open Eagle is the brand. I've not seen it here, but uh, I bought it over there. That sounds very, uh, very elite. Yeah, here's a cool one. This here is a no-name brand. Okay. We bought in Dominican, and that's a torpedo. I went in there at the Dominican cigar shop to buy... This, actually, was what I was after, the Arturo Fuente Torpedo. Oh. That Arturo Fuente is one of my all-time favorite cigars. Okay. I thought it would... Okay, yeah. Um, this is now... And we're talking over the years, my, my you, third case of this, right? You know what I, you know what I just... Why, why is this episode coming out so close to Christmas? I'm telling you, I'm making <laughs> your life so easy. And everybody that knows me personally knows cigars is the way to go. All right. Anyway, so the, uh, we went in to buy the Arturo Fuente. And the lady said, yeah, we have them. But let me introduce you to another one. And that's a no-name brand, mm -hmm. that one you have in your hand. I forget what it's called, actually. Can you read the name there? It says Reserva Cristobal Colon. Okay, if you say so. And... They were rolling those, and she said, the guy working here that's rolling these comes from the Arturo Fuente factory. I don't know if it was a lie. <laughs> it could have been. But I'm in a genuine cigar shop. The one big, huge room is a humidor. Oh, oh, that's the picture that you have framed. That's the picture I have downstairs. She yeah, said, yeah, look, right. try it. And, and it tastes very similar to the Arturo Fuente, but they manufacture that themselves. And so I bought a case of those. They were really good. For anyone that's listening, I'm currently doing a sniff test to see if there's any differences between the two, and they both smell identical. Well, what you're smelling there is the leaf. Smell the tobacco oh. on the inside. I can't smell that. I can't smell that. All I'm smelling is the leaves. Okay, the so leaves you, smell you, see, you see, that's just, see, I can smell the difference. Here's the thing. There's people that'll look at wine yeah. and well, will like swirl it in a glass and then stick their nose and smell it, and they can smell the difference between different wines. Other people can't. That's like me. I feel like I, I was never able to tell the difference between those, and, or between the wine, and now I can't tell the difference between these either. Okay, well, it's not your thing. Mm -hmm. I can't tell the difference between what one car sounds or another but you can smell the exhaust and tell you the last time they changed the oil and what year the car was made in. yeah you're not wrong about that you see so it it's just what you're into and what mm -hmm. you're not so some other cigar etiquette well let's 
can we can we oh, talk sure can we talk about these boxes well these are just the boxes that they come in um they're the i, I put them here for show decoration <laughs> for decoration okay. part of the podcast but they're cedar boxes um you should be careful about where you buy them uh don't don't uh, there's so many places locally here you can go into yeah. your variety store your max milk uh, although max milk doesn't have it you know, Does Max Milk still even exists. I, I don't know. I just the name that popped in the head, like Gilligan's Island, and, <laughs> and I know you don't know anything about Gilligan's Island. But uh, just be careful where you're buying these, and mm-hmm. if you're traveling, my advice: those guys walking on the beach saying, "Hey, I got cigars for mm. you," don't buy from them. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to get into fake cigars and all that. That's a whole other, whole other animal. This is just a crash course. If you go buy it in a proper place, yeah, I- I- enjoy it. Um, don't buy it off the street. You just don't know what you're getting. Now, another question. I see this one here is wrapped in, I guess this is a piece of cedar? It's wrapped in a thin, thin piece of cedar, yes. And I see that these pieces of cedar come in a lot of these boxes. Yes, you do. Is it like a moisture thing or? Just decoration. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. I was told one time, actually, I forget who told me, but someone, I think, said... That you use that those pieces of cedar and you actually rip them and light them and that's what you use to light the cigar. Maybe. Because apparently if you light it a different way or depending on your source of um, flame for the cigar, it can have a different taste. Is that true? That is true. And maybe you're right. Mm-hmm. It's beyond my scope of enjoyment of the cigar. True. I have my favorite lighting systems, which I'll tell you now if you want. Yeah. My favorite, favorite way to light a cigar is with a wooden match. Okay. And Why maybe that? that's part of the, the cigar because of the, I, I notice if I use like a, a regular lighter, say the lighter that people use to light their cigarettes, mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I feel I'm tasting the gas. Maybe really? it's psychological, but I feel like I'm tasting mm-hmm. the gas that's in the lighter. Yeah. Like a Zippo lighter, for example. Yeah, yeah. I feel I'm tasting the gas that's in the Zippo lighter when I light my cigar with that. So I don't have any Zippo lighters mm-hmm. downstairs. You, you've never seen me with a Zippo lighter. I have big, long wooden matches. That's my favorite, but you also don't see me using them very often. Yeah. I just can't. A little bit of wind, and oh, and you can't, you just yeah, can't yeah. light them. And I'm always smoking the cigars inside. Your mother's not let me smoke inside the house yet. <laughs> you know, my my fantasy is to 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 be in a soaker tub, to have a TV on in the room, oh to have the exhaust fan on, and just in it like like um uh, uh Scarface. Scarface. Thank you, <laughs> Fly Pelican. That's my fantasy, but. I don't have the house for it, nor nor the wife. She won't let me. So now, since we're talking about lighting them, these don't light like regular cigarettes, right? No, no. Okay, so let's talk about lighting. My favorite way is to use a big wooden match. Mm-hmm. Unless you've got a no wind situation, that's difficult to do. Yeah. Then there's a soft flame, and then there's a torch. I prefer the torch lighting system it's it's uh it's a lighter but it comes the flame comes out as a torch okay i prefer that because it's quick and it's it's in most cases the wind is not going to blow it out and it's easy to touch up as you're smoking it what i mean is 
sometimes when you put your cigar down, if there's a bit of wind or when you're smoking it, if there's just even a gentle breeze, one side could burn different than the other side. So with the torch, I could just quickly touch up one side and then Mm. it's it's all burning smoothly. Yeah. What you got to be careful though with the torch is when you light it. If you keep it too close to the cigar to the end when you go to light, you could be lighting the inside, the middle, and it burns like a tunnel. Oh. You don't want that. Wow. So you want to kind of light the outside. Yeah. But it'd be really nice if we could all be in a situation and use the wooden matches. It's just difficult to do where we live. That's all. Wow, that's interesting. I I didn't know you can burn, so, so it won't burn the outside? Well, yeah, the torch is just so so directional. You can just burn the inside, and, and then you're just not smoking it properly. Now, how does it, okay, because what I've noticed on these, especially when you're smoking them and you're out there for an hour, an hour and a half, I noticed that the, 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 the what's that part? Ash. The ash stays on. Yeah. Why is that? That's just the way the tobacco is. Is it just because it's packed so tightly, I guess? Um, that's part of it. It's a type of tobacco. Uh-huh. It's more natural tobacco than, than you'd get in a cigarette. It's thicker. Mm-hmm. And you're not supposed to like a cigarette. You take a puff and you... I, I've never smoked cigarettes, yeah. but you know, I see people all the time take a puff and they're already yeah. flicking the ashes. You're not supposed to do that with these after each puff. It's just, well, there's not going to be any ash to pull out. And you kind of let it grow and then you kind of hit it once and, yeah. and you know a, an inch or two or an inch and a half of ash will fall off yeah, by yeah. the time oh, so wow. yeah so that's one of those things about mm-hmm. cigar etiquettes you're not playing with the ash like you are a cigarette yes another thing about cigars you really shouldn't be inhaling was, oh okay yeah, you just don't inhale too. you you pull the smoke into your mouth you taste it you exhale does it look like i'm slowly going lower what do you mean I don't know my seats. My seats. Oh, your seats, seats falling. falling. <laughs> I thought you were getting excited about the cigar. Okay, so don't inhale. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I was once in a in a cigar shop and, and there was a few people smoking. There was this one big guy. He was inhaling, like taking it in, and they had one of the. Big, and this big, is this is strong too. Oh yeah, and he had one of the big cigars, and and I happen to say, "Wow, you're inhaling it." And he he looked at me and said, "Yeah, but I only do this once a week." Oh my! And I thought, god. "Oh my god!" <laughs> Don't inhale the cigars. Cutting the cigars. Okay. You know, I have people over sometimes, and 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 we'll have a cigar in the back, and for some people, they're just it's a novelty. It's not something they do often. There's certain things that, that you shouldn't do that kind of irk me. <laughs> if you're going to take a cigar from anybody that you know enjoys cigars, be prepared to smoke the cigar. Oh, yeah. Worst thing is, is you take a few puffs and say, that's cool, put it down and never yeah, smoke it again. Yeah. That drives me mental. No, for so, sure. Especially because so these things aren't cheap. They're not cheap, no. No, they're not cheap. Uh, some of these cigars will be 50, 60 bucks each. Jeez. Yeah. You know, you could easily find quite a few for 20 bucks, yeah. you know, 10 bucks. But you could easily spend 40, 50, 60 bucks on a cigar. And then your buddy comes over and says, oh, this is cool. Yeah. Takes a couple puffs and uh, that's the end. And you just want to oh, punch him in the head, <laughs> you know. The other part is, is when you cut a cigar. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to mention a couple things here. There's a cap right at the top. If you're, if you're, I mean, you're not able to see this on the video or, or on, uh, on the podcast naturally, but when you look at the way the cigar is made, right at the top, the part that you smoke from, there's a cap on it. I think I see it. Right? It's yeah, like a, you, it's a leaf cap, right? Yeah, that kind of goes the other way. Yeah. It's, so, it's a leaf cap. It's, so you it's can see. So, so they so roll it all the way around and they make a tube for an auditory description there's a there's a leaf and it follows a line and it just goes up and up and up to the top and then you have exactly what he mentioned just a cap yeah so they roll it in a long tube they roll it in a long tube and then they take a piece of leaf and they cap the top and the Mm -hmm. bottom is open where you light yeah okay so do not Put this in your mouth and bite it off. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> you see it on TV and, and you know, in, in extreme, extreme crazy situations, I've done that. You know, <laughs> you just got to have it and you don't have your cutter with you. Oh. But but don't do that. Don't be silly. Don't be biting into it and ripping it off. Just, don't be biting into my it. cigar there, Danny, and ruining it. Okay, so there's three ways of cutting it. No matter how you cut it, yeah. you never want to go bigger, longer than a cap. Oh, there's okay. always got to be when you cut it a little bit of cap left over that stops the leaf from, from unwinding while mm-hmm. you're smoking it. Okay. That makes okay? sense. Some people kind of go in and take a big chunk off. I've seen that before. It's, I've seen it's people wrong. Just it's wrong. Don't like, do that. Okay. Don't do that. That's just like putting ice in your red wine. Yeah. Oh, it's a no, no <laughs> for those, uh, nonos and nonas out there that put a little bit of ice in their red wine. Good for you, but it's just not the way, it's you know, supposed to be enjoyed. it's not the way it's supposed to be enjoyed, but yeah, you gotcha. enjoyed how you like, yeah. however, certain etiquette do not cut bigger than the cap. Okay. And there's three types, three ways of cutting it. Mm-hmm. Biting into it is not one of them. Okay. So, <laughs> There's a straight cut, and it's basically just just the way it sounds. It's you, essentially a guillotine. It's a it's a guillotine, and it's a straight cut, and you stick the cigar inside, not past the cap, and you cut a piece off. Okay. There's that. Then there's the punch. And that's a bullet. The, the cigar punch. Well, mine happens to be, this is a bullet, okay. right, that's been kind of hollowed out, hollowed out and, and a cigar punch put in. I also have a cigar punch at the bottom of this lighter. Oh, okay. So it's just like okay. a little metal circle hole. Right. And it basically punches a hole yeah. in the end of the cigar. And then there's what we call a V-cut. So this basically cuts a V-shape right across the end of the cigar. Why? Why what? Why, why, do you, why, do you, why is a V-cut even... I don't understand. There's really nothing to understand. There are just three types of cuts. Straight, punch, or V. Why? I have no idea. <laughs> My favorite yeah. is the V cut. Why is that? I just like the way it draws the smoke, oh, and okay. I'm able to taste the cigar. But there is technically no difference some people will say they prefer the straight cut Mm. some people will say they prefer the punch the punch is kind of cool can i see well it's what's cool is to you is the bullet yeah but that's a massive bullet yeah but to me the v cut is the favorite well i imagine they they allow you to have different types of draws because this one here creates a small hole 
a small deep hole through it, right? Yes. And, and so, I used to use the punch for for years before yeah. I moved on to the V cut. Now it's always the V cut. Oh wait, I bought you that. I bought you the non the non V cut. I bought you the straight the straight cut. cut. Did you? Oh, this is awkward. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> I thought I thought you wanted that one. I uh, do. You should have made that more specific. Well, I, I use this from time to time. Yeah. Especially for, for the on guests, this, right? For, for the guests. <laughs> but you can't see this here, but I'm holding up on, on the video you can, I'm holding up an Italian cigar. Oh, okay. Why is it? This look so looks weird? it's called the Toscano and it looks like and it's hard as a rock. It looks like it feels like a branch. Yeah, this this feels like a trooper. This the is two weird. ends are thinner. They look similar. The two ends, like uh -huh. if you looked at it right now, and I said, "Here, light it," you would know which end to light. Yeah, no, not at all. Well, the way this is smoked is you actually cut it in the middle. Oh. And the middle is thicker than the end, so you cut it, and the only way to cut it is with a straight cut. Oh, thank God. Yeah, you cut it in the middle. And then you light the smaller end, and, and it kind of looks like the cigars that uh, Clint Eastwood smoked in the Spaghetti Westerns. <laughs> oh, this is so weird. Why yeah. is it the, the, the leaves feel thicker? I don't know. I, it's just a whole different butt. It's a strong little cigar. When I cut it in half, what's, what to me, what I enjoy about this mm -hmm. is when I'm out, and it's just a, a, a quick barbecue. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not going to be out there long. I'll smoke this because it's a quick smoke. Mm -hmm. And uh, by quick, I don't mean 10 minutes, but, you know, it's at least, you know, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. And, and, and the flavor is really good, but it's not your traditional Cuban cigars. Not if, at all. If I was in a room with these cigar aficionados these guys yeah. that are just over the top and we could talk about arturo fuente and we could talk about the cohibas and and if i was to mention this one they would think like i'm, I'm crazy yeah. I, I don't know nothing about nothing but it doesn't matter it's about what you enjoy yeah you drink what you like you smoke what you like you you drive what you like some people like pickup trucks some people like small little fast sports cars yeah it, it's it, just do you do what you like. Yeah. And I enjoy smoking cigars from time to time. You enjoy number two Arturo Fuentes torpedo. I enjoy, I like those Got a lot. It. Noted. I like those a lot. Now, some people will drink brandy with them. They'll, they'll drink cognac with them. Yeah. I'm not a cognac or brandy drinker, at least not yet. Maybe later on, <laughs> but not yet. Yeah. Um, I enjoy my cigars with a port. A nice red. Yeah. Um, I'll even have a port with a beer, but it's just. Have a port with a beer? Sorry. Cigar with I'll a have beer. a cigar with a beer, but a uh, port with a beer wouldn't be a bad <laughs> idea either. That's so. So now, how do you store these things? Because I see you got that thing there. And I this remember is, this. Yeah, this is a travel humidor. So I remember that this got you in quite a bit of trouble one time at the airport. Yes. Yes. I remember. So we were going through customs and uh, and he had this in his bag and they kept asking him, what is it? What is it? Well, they couldn't figure it out. They couldn't and I'm figure, showing them. Yeah. I'm opening it up and showing them their cigars in there. But, they, but the they, reason the reason why is probably because you made some dumb joke to make it seem like it was not what it was. I never make jokes about bombs at the airport. Oh, come on. 
Come on. I hope the, the, the TSA, we don't have TSA. That's in the States. No. Um, yeah, I remember you made, you made a joke and they thought that that was not something that was not what you said it was. What it was, was the, the, the gauge, the reader here that reads the humidity inside Mm -hmm. and they kept, they couldn't figure out what this was. And, and I had to show them and explain and pull the cigars out and finally they let us go. But, uh, I had some explaining to do there. That was stressful. That was stressful. I remember me and Steph were like, oh my God, what's this guy doing? Because you, because you were making a joke out of everything. I'm I'm going on holiday. I was having a good time. What can I do? So this is a travel humidor. Now, most people keep their cigars in humidors. And there's the, the, the regular cedar type of humidors. If you're going to do that, don't forget you need to be seasoning them. These you can eat, Let me start again. It's Let's try that again. First day with my new <laughs> lips. You need to be seasoning the humidors. With pepper? Salt? No, with, with distilled water because it's, it's cedar... And you want to just damp the, the, the casing on the inside, the cedar walls of the humidor, so they absorb moisture. So when you put the cigar in, they're not absorbing the moisture from the cigars. And it keeps them at a certain humidity level. So why keep them in that box? So they stay humid. Oh, okay. You got to keep the humidity there. And, and cedar does that. Oh, now, okay. the humidor... I have is a step up and the best way to describe it, it looks like a mini fridge, a a mini wine fridge. Yeah, it looks like a wine fridge. Yeah. So not only can I control the humidity in there, but I can also control the temperature. Mm -hmm. And that's what those other humidors don't do. They don't control the temperature, just humidity. So I can control humidity and temperature. And cigars are just like wine in a sense where... You can age them. Mm-hmm. So you don't, th- there's no expiry date. You can age cigars the way you would get a nice red and, and age it. And, and from this year to next year, it's going to taste different. Yeah. And that's the same thing with cigars. You age them and you can have a collection and you just got to properly maintain the humidor and, and make sure you're keeping an eye on it. Yeah, that's true. This was exciting. Thanks for letting me talk about this. I don't know how exciting you guys will find it out there, but remember, if you want to get me a Christmas gift, (laughs) I'm good with cigars. That was interesting. I had no idea there were so many different styles. And and you're here, and you see me smoke these from time to time, and there's just so much that goes on behind the scenes really, and, and you learn you know you learn i really had no idea that there was that much involved even from the process of cutting it i mean i thought it was just you know you just cut off the back and smoke it but clearly there's uh there's a little more to that there's more to it you know that. and and the more the little bit more you know about it the probably the the better you would enjoy not that i'm trying to talk people into smoking cigars for a lot of people it's just not for them can't stand the smell mm-hmm. want nothing to do with them at all yeah. that's fine you know, you do you, I do me, everybody does. Different what? things. I was, yeah, different things. That's better. <laughs> All right. So thanks for that, Dad. That was very You're welcome. Uh, very thanks, for, thanks for allowing me to talk about this. And um, I'm going to go have a cigar. Oh, you're going to go. We should do We should do our next episode should be outside and we're testing them. Perfect. Right? That Perfect. would be nice. I don't Perfect. know. Perfect. I think you'd enjoy that too much, actually. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to be talking, just kind of leaning back, having a drink, and puffing away. (laughs) Anyways, thanks, guys, for tuning in to another episode of Team Sessa Talks. We'll be back next week with with a more real estate-related topic, I think. 
I don't know. You know, we've got we've got we've got uh, somebody coming talking about fireplaces Ooh, and, and installing yeah. them in your home. We got that's that right. coming up. We um, we've got some of the local businesses. One of them is is one of the, the this exercise program that we're part of yes. uh, the kickboxing that we're going to be talking about that soon. That's so exciting. there's a lot of things coming up. So there's a lot of things coming up, and uh, you can check back. Oh, I always screw up this this outro, but. Say goodbye. Just say goodbye. I know. It's probably easier that way. Follow Uh, us. Like us. Subscribe. Or you can watch this video. Like me, not him. (laughs) If you're watching the video, or you can watch this video, we have all our episodes live on YouTube. And you can search Team Sessa on YouTube, and you'll see all the podcasts, the video version. And we have the audio versions available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and just about anywhere else you go, go, go to get your podcasts. So, um, yeah, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you guys soon. Have a great day. Ciao.